Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Uh, tensions are high, maybe, between Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. So Skip Bayless stepped into it the other night. Yeah. Getting ahead of himself on the uh, the Twitter machine once again and ticking people off in the midst of the uh, the Monday night uh, football game where all concern at that point in time was on DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. He was on to the next phase too early. Right. Yeah. Which way was too worrying early. about the how game. they were going to make up the game or play the game or continue to play the game. Right. So he got himself in a in a little bit of trouble. Next day, he goes on his show on Fox Sports 1, and they made him do the show by himself. Shannon Sharp was not there. Like, I don't even know that he had, like, a producer or anybody. He was just, like, talking to the camera. There was a person there. He was looking over at a person, not in that studio, though, that was not in the studio. So I don't seem like that they went they went solo. So so Shannon Sharp then returns to the show and is not happy with Skip, and they get into it. Good to see you, Shannon. I understand. There's something you want to share this morning. Good morning, yes. Good morning. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yes. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I, I, I was going to bring no, up. No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where Demar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your uh, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanations. So clearly, somebody. No, they had a did not have. The, nobody. Let's go, Jen. Thoughts and prayers remain with Demar Hamlin. That's where the focus should have been, and not on the football game. Yes, let's go, Jen. Thank you. You buying it? Buying what? That there is a feud. No, I think it's contrived. I, I, I've thought for a while they contrived. There's I, been a lot of infighting between those two. 
I would I would like to think Shannon has like had enough and wants to leap over the table and and take a take a legitimate swing at the guy. Yeah, I thought a couple of weeks ago when he took his glasses off and he was shaking them at him. Yeah, that that, that was the breaking point where Shay Shay was going to reach across the counter and level him. But I don't know. I don't know. You're not buying it. You think really? You no. think? And 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 there's something to not buying it as well because I believe they're getting thumped by their counterpart on ESPN. Yeah, absolutely. His former show, right? Because they they continually tell you how people are watching that show instead of instead of uh, instead of skips, right? Does he push his buttons? Shannon's probably probably so, yeah. But to the point where that that feud was real, I'd I'd like to think so. But I know you're firmly <sighs> yeah, in the camp of you're not. you're not buying it. There, this is all right. completely contrived. Who else is talking about this show if Skip Bayless doesn't do something stupid, right? Correct. So I I, I mean I know I, he stepped I mean, in he stepped into a lot of times I think a lot more fake manner. I just think he got ahead of himself on this tweet. I don't think that I didn't feel the tweet was manufactured this go round. I felt like he was just time and place was cr- incorrect. For yeah, this one. sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it wasn't a, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tweak to, to get people, but the after effect, I don't know. Right. Like that Shannon, not showing up the next day. Right. Coming back and then skip intentionally jumping in. You mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's on TV, right? Like, I don't buy it. You know, I just, I don't buy that this is a real feud. I think they're doing it to get what we're doing right now, what everybody's been doing for the last couple of days, talking about it. I did love all the folks who were tweeting to ESPN to fire Skip Bayless, though, too. You don't even watch the guy. You, you want him fired. He doesn't work for doesn't ESPN. Work it hasn't worked there for years. All, all the in-tune social media warriors out there. Dear ESPN, fire Skip Bayless. Um, gentleman hasn't worked here in years. Uh, paycheck aside, if you don't like Skip, Shannon, walk. Yeah. I don't know. Is he, I think he's probably got enough cred and I probably got enough money. I don't know. That if, if this guy truly gets to you like he does, you don't have to work with him. You really don't. If it's yeah. that miserable. If it's that miserable, walk away. Go. Yeah, yeah go. He's getting paid a nice salary. I'm sure you know? he is. He's, he's probably making a lot less. What do we than, look? Three million a year? Or he's something probably like, like a lot less than Skip, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, don't know. I would I would like to believe it. You you have pushed me towards the don't ever believe it. Phase yeah, I mean, of this one. Look, here. it is what it is. It's it's a form of entertainment, right? Don't get so upset. Don't get too. De- it's a form of entertainment. If you enjoy that form of entertainment, then great. That's that's for you, right? Some people do. Some people don't. Some people enjoy sports. Others enjoy the theater. I mean, it's it's all forms of entertainment. And if you're going to be good at what you do, you have a plan in place. Every time we take the air, every time Ben Maller takes the air, every time these TV shows go on the air, there is a plan in place of what you're going to do. Very rarely does it go you know, to the left and, and have a fight like that break out on the air, right? You very rarely see something like that. I kind of think there was there, there's something behind that to try to get people to pay attention to them. That's all I think. Yeah, if the other show against them, they consider their their rival wasn't right. doing well. 
<laughs> I would wonder. Right. The other one's doing well. This one apparently is not. Right. We'll see. Uh, the quarterback carousel this offseason is going to be ridiculous. We'll discuss next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Danon Hughes Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. with Mark McMillan coming up in just a few minutes. Mighty Mouse, former Chiefs defensive back, now doing work out in uh, Vegas. A little covering of the uh, the Raiders. So we'll talk a little uh, Chiefs, Raiders. His thoughts on obviously what went down on Monday night as well. All with uh, Mark McMillan coming up in just a few minutes. The, uh, the quarterback carousel this offseason is going to be fantastic. Um, Derek Carr, of course, no longer a Raider, or he's kind of a Raider, but he's been banished because they're going to try to deal him. We're still going to pay. You just don't show up anymore, please. Lamar Jackson, seemingly an in-season holdout, kind of, it looks like now with Baltimore. 
Yeah, there's some it, there's some speculation it, that his knee may not be that bad, but he's just saying screw you, <laughs> which I like a lot. Yeah, like I am all for when players can find a way to get an advantage over an organization in the NFL because we know in the NFL the minute, nah, not even the minute, the second they believe that you can't help them anymore, you're gone. You're gone, regardless of what your contract situation is, right? Mm. They bounce right away. And so when a player can get a little bit of revenge, I kind of like that. And there seems to be some speculation in, in Baltimore that maybe Lamar is like, meh. Which is amazing. Because there was a story that I saw the other day. I guess they like He's missed this. four games, and I think it said, like, uh, hasn't practiced in. Well, it's got to be like a month at least. Yeah, you know, something, like, right? something like that where he's missed. You know, 13 practice. I think it's more than that, but I thought it was like 13 practices in four games or right. something at this point in time or hasn't practiced in 13 days or something like that right now. So, yeah. yeah. So yesterday the Ravens announced that we're excited that M&T Bank Stadium will be our home for at least the next 15 seasons. They signed a, you know, a 15 year lease extension and, and naming rights extension and all that kind of stuff. Well, fans were not happy about that because immediately they go, sign Lamar, sign Lamar, sign Lamar. So people are like, wait a second, you got an extension with your stadium and your naming rights deal, but you haven't got an extension with the quarterback right now. And right so now, did they announced they had a big announcement coming I today, hope they didn't whatever. Do that. It's at 10 o'clock, and they yeah, got there, right. like, oh my goodness. And they're like, uh, we're going to stay at the stadium. And they're yeah. like, oh, it wasn't Lamar. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's the thing that nobody cares about that, right? Nobody cares <laughs> about your stadium naming rights deal. That's not big news for fans at all. They don't care. Nobody cares. So if you say we've got big news and then you announce you you got stadium naming rights, you just pissed off your entire fan yeah, base, that's, especially that's, that's when you have a quarterback. You. That's for you. That's for you. Yeah. You guys can have a nice little that's toast good. of Cavassier and do your thing and move on, right? Or uh, if a lava hoover hoover. Uh, 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 they don't know what they want us to know. Okay. Somebody got mad at me because I mispronounced it. Okay. Who, Thanks, who, Coach. Who, nobody cares. Yeah, right? it's, we're having fun. Riboflavin yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, oh, no. If you're mad about the way we're pronouncing the name of a whiskey, you need to lighten up. Um, and so if, if the Ravens did, though, send out a tweet, we have a major announcement coming at 10 a.m. And that's a naming rights deal for their stadium. Not good. You know, screw off. Fans don't yeah. care. We don't. We just don't care. We're not calling it what you want us to call it. Nobody cares. That's for you guys. So they got a naming rights deal with the stadium, but they don't have a deal with Lamar Jackson. And if I'm Lamar right now today, I'm not taking any deal that the Baltimore Ravens offer me unless it's something so like stupid that you can't turn down. But if I'm Lamar right now, I'm hitting the free agent market and I'm going out there and I'm shopping my wares. Well, he still if he still wants the guaranteed contract. Yeah. And they're not budging, then there's nothing to talk about with them, right? right. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you go see if somebody else will give it see to you. Somebody else will That's give it, it to me. Yeah. And quite honestly, the quarterback market this year, it, I mean, it is going to be sick. Like, so we're going to have fun this offseason. Let's play a little short term, long term, no interest when it comes to the quarterbacks. God, I love not having to worry about yeah. the quarterback position. Right. Because there's some teams that are so going real to. So, real quick, let's just run through, according to Spot Track, the available quarterbacks. Okay. Lamar, Tom, Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Tannehill, Smith, Geno, Baker, Darnold, Dalton, Jordan Love, Mike White, Zach Wilson, Taylor Henneke, Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Mitchell Trubisky. Oof. Those are all the potentially available right. quarterbacks. That's not even ones that aren't like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Some right. of these might be. All right. So we'll, we'll play a little uh, short-term, long-term, no interest. Yeah. 
I, I think we're probably all in agreement on Lamar. Lamar, yeah. Long term. Long term for me. I, I'm a huge Lamar fan. Love watching him play. He's exciting. He's fun. He's good. My first choice wouldn't be a guarantee, fully guaranteed contract, but you know that's what it's going to take. You want a franchise guy? Yeah, long term. Yeah, yeah long term Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Tommy. He's my short term guy. What? Will we say long term's what? Four or five years? Short term's one? I was one. thinking two max. For Tommy. Yeah, for short term. Yeah. Yeah. So I give him what he wants. It's a four-year contract. It's a four-year contract. Okay. Who's to say he ain't going to play four years? It is true. Or yeah. or he plays three and doesn't play the fourth. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm long-terming Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever he wants. So you're going wow. long-term with Tom. Yeah. You, you yeah. What about four, Lamar? Years? Yeah, for sure. So you're doing two long-termers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can't do that. The game is one of each. Oh, I thought I was just picking just no, based no, no, on. No, 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 no. Oh, you get one of each. Oh, okay, yeah. one of each. Okay, I thought I was making a decision on any of them. I thought oh, I was making God, a decision no. on any of them. I don't care oh, okay. about Geno Smith. Okay. It's like well, a game, game that people used to play back in the day, like. Oh, F. Mary Kill? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. I misunderstood. Because Geno Smith, long term. Hell yes. I mean, come on. No. No, okay. <laughs> yes, Lamar would be my long term then. Uh-huh. Um, Who's yeah, your short term? Tommy short term. Tommy short term. Tommy short term. Because there's a lot of questionables around here. Yeah, and on this list of these quarterbacks that we just went through, who's the one you say no way in hell to? For me, it's Sam Darnold. I think that guy sucks. Carson Wentz, Carson, I put on that list too. Carson Wentz is is headlining that yeah. list for me. But there'd be uh, Mitchell Trubisky would also be on that list. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Don't have any need for that. No. Ryan Matt Tannehill. Ryan. Matt Ryan, I got no need for him either. None. He's yeah. done. Washed. Most of these are, 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 yeah. I mean, some of these guys are going to be in the XFL here in a But if I'm bit. picking the. Where's Jordan Love? What's. Oh, that's the guy in Green Bay that was supposed yeah. to take over. Well, because yeah. if they don't move, if they don't move from, from Aaron Rodgers, they got to move him now, right? Get rid of him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, is there it, any be market right for, a for second that guy? Contract. Is there a market for that guy? <laughs> no, no, but it, it's time for a second contract, right? He's been there 12 years. Yeah, him, right? <laughs> I know. He's been there longer than Aaron yeah. waited. His so. parents are still yeah. at Arrowhead at the yes. top trying to find yeah. a way yes. So my my no interest, uh, number one, would be Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, how could he be playing in the league again? He can't. Right? He can't, there's, you there's, can't, yeah. He's got to be out of teams that say, oh, maybe I thought. No, he's got to be done. He's one of the biggest failures in the history of professional sports. He's made $104 million and has sucked. Find me an athlete who's made more and sucked more than Carson Wentz. Hmm. Seriously, find that guy. Yeah, he's not even good enough to be a backup anywhere. No, like you can't have him in your locker room. No, he's just he's not, no use to no. you. He's no use not to somebody you. Not somebody you want he's on my, he's, he's headlines my no interest list. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I played the game wrong. My bad. That's okay. Sorry. Uh, it's time for us to head out to uh, to Vegas and check in with a former chief. Uh, Mark McMillan, Mighty Mouse, now lives in, in Vegas, and he covers the uh, the Raiders. He still wears, like, Chiefs undershirts and stuff, though. I mean, he's... Mm-hmm. he's Hopefully he's wearing a red tie this weekend. Not, uh, uh, but like the rest of us, he was dialed in on the uh, the Monday night game. But as a former player, Mark, uh, your reaction to the uh, to the... DeMar Hamlin injury and everything that went down on Monday night. You always run the risk, you know, when uh, you're airing something. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Bounce out of that, Josh. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. All right, I'm going to close that file, Dub. Work your magic for a moment there. Hmm.
We talked to him on Mark yesterday. Yes. Just for the record. We played a little bit of him earlier on the uh, the Raiders quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get that tidied up. Oh. And we just lost power. Oh, yeah. oh, that's bad. Power's back. What is, back. What is going on? on here? Okay. Did it kill? This didn't kill my interview. You did? opened the internet and that knocked the power out in this building? I mean. Is that what happened? Yeah, like I. Is anything working? All right, we'll just keep going. We'll get yeah. to we'll get to we'll get to Mark coming up a little bit later. Um that was like sirens. Are we are <laughs> I don't hear sirens. Oh, did you, did no. you hear like a maybe no. that's our generator kicking up? Uh speaking of guys you wouldn't get anywhere near. Jimbo Fisher is bringing back Bobby Petrino. Well, it's not just bringing back Bobby Petrino. This guy took a job with UNLV two weeks ago and left that job to go to, to Texas A&M. Which better, is par for the course, though, with Bobby Petrino. Better job. Yeah, sure. I, I don't care about that, though. You took but a job. You, you, you did make a commitment right. to, to join UNLV as an offensive coordinator. And, and brought now a you're couple gonna, of players with you as well. Now you're going to bolt yeah. for, for Texas A&M. Before the ink is dry. Right. I don't know how Bobby Petrino continues to fall up into jobs. And I do mean fall up into jobs because this was a guy, and I know somebody who worked at the Atlanta Falcons when he was the head coach for 15 games and quit on his team to take the Arkansas job. And the reaction that people had in that locker room and in that building when he just up and quit and went to Arkansas was something like, it was unbelievable. Like, this guy's a quitter. This guy's a jerk. How could he do something like this to us and just walk out in week 15 of the NFL season. Then he goes to Arkansas, becomes an abject failure there. I think he was at Missouri State for a while, you know, hanging out down there and doing whatever it was that he was doing Price, there. Coach there, yeah. Yeah, and then was, seasons, was, he, was he the head coach there mm-hmm. at there? And then mm-hmm. he went to UNLV for like five minutes, and then as soon as he got a better offer, he went to Texas A&M. I don't like people like that at all. I, I think when you make a commitment, you honor your commitment. Even if it is just for the year, UNLV's bringing in a new coach. They brought you along to help out with this process, and you kind of left them at the altar. And you also left students at the altar as well who transferred out there because of you. And, and there were a couple that did transfer out there because of Bobby Petrino. I just think a guy like that, like it just kind of reminds me of Urban Meyer. If those were the only two guys left available to be part of my organization, I'd shut down my organization before I'd hire Urban Meyer or Bobby Petrino. I just don't respect either one of those two individuals. And, and maybe I don't respect Jimbo Fisher now either because he went out there and, and hired Bobby Petrino, who – Again, this guy, just like Urban Meyer, continues to fall up into jobs when there are people in the coaching profession that are working their tails off, trying to do it the right way, trying to to, to really be a good coach and a good influence on people. And Bobby Petrino continues to get jobs and continues to fall up into great positions. I just kind of do hold a grudge about that. I just don't think he should be working in high-level college football with as much time as he's bounced on people and then the incident at Arkansas, like – I just he's not my guy, and and I just I just find him really really shady. And what he did to UNLV and the students who did transfer out there is is crap, man. It's just wearing is. the neck brace or no? Yeah, I, I think he is. I yeah, can't picture him without it. Yeah. Uh, fun question from something called at ML Football. If you could erase one NFL player's injuries from their career and then watch their career play out without injury, 
which player would you choose? It's easy for me. It's Priest Holmes. You want him to have a longer career. I want two more years of Priest Holmes because I think two more years of Priest Holmes, and yesterday they announced the 15 finalists for the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Priest Holmes would be a finalist for the Hall of Fame. And quite honestly, he should be a finalist for the Hall of Fame right now. When you compare his numbers to guys in the Hall of Fame, Priest Holmes is on par or better than most of them. He has the same amount of average yards per carry as Terrell Davis, 4.6 yards per carry. He has the uh, second most Average yards per catch of a running back in the Hall of Fame who's not in the Hall of Fame, just behind Marshall Falk, who has nine yards per reception. Priest Holmes has 8.7. When you look at ball security, Priest Holmes only fumbled 13 times in his career, the second best all-time of guys who are in the Hall of Fame. And when it comes to touchdowns, nobody in the Hall of Fame has uh, more average touchdowns per game than Priest Holmes, who averaged over a touchdown per game. Not one running back in the Hall of Fame averaged over one touchdown per game. And I think Priest Holmes is a Hall of Fame running back, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, should be in the Hall of Fame, but they're going to say his career wasn't long enough to get into the Hall of Fame, maybe, but neither was Terrell Davis. Now, Terrell Davis had the Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and that you know that, usually that, propels that you and gets you into the conversation. Priest didn't have the Super Bowls, didn't have the playoff win, obviously, here in Kansas City, but the numbers that he put up, the way he changed that offense and really, I think, helped change offenses to what they are today, Priest Holmes is a freaking Hall of Famer and needs to be in the Hall of Fame. I would, I would love if his career played out because, unfortunately for me, my lasting memory of Priest Holmes isn't all those touchdowns and isn't sliding across the goal line. Right. That should be my first thought, sure. right? Yeah. My first thought is him running ghost snaps off to the side of practice, just trying to find a way to rehab his way back to the Chiefs. Yeah, and that's sad, man. When you watch a guy try to do that. Because I, I oh. distinctly remember Chiefs are practicing on the field. And he's taking basically, they weren't mental reps because he's not standing there watching. He's taking his own separate reps off to the side. Mm-hmm. And to me, I saw a guy, I'm like, man, he just, he so wants to be back out there. Yeah, sure he did. And it's probably never going to happen. Right. And, I, and, th- and, th- and that's sad because that, that shouldn't be my, that shouldn't be my visual of, of pre-songs. It's not most people's because you weren't at practice, but we were, we happen to be there. And he's thinking, man, one day I'm going to get back out there, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 going to do this. And it looks kind of weird at a practice to see somebody running the same plays by themselves with nobody else around them, right? And and, and that's what Priest is doing. And I'm like, oh. And so so to me, that's a valid answer because that's why I thought too. Like, man, I wish that wasn't. I wish that wasn't how it ended for him. Right. It, it, it's it's. Easy to say, and I think correct to say, from 01 to 04, there was no greater offensive weapon in the NFL than Priest Holmes. If you were playing fantasy football then. Yeah. I was. Yeah, sure. You probably were. Vita probably was. I mean, yeah. it wasn't, I need to have a chief. It was, I need to have Priest Holmes. Yeah, I had Derek Blaylock. <laughs> that one game he did? D. Blay scored, what, three in one game? That Five. One, that, Five. One, that one game he did have him? Yeah. He was, he, oh, yeah. You know, most people was probably on the bench that game, yeah. but. You right top of your draft. You wanted you wanted Priest Holmes. That's right. Yeah, you did. He was he was one of the first fantasy picks every year. He was the greatest offensive weapon for that three year period, four year period in the NFL. 
And it's a shame that he is not getting more attention and more credit and more publicity for what he has done in this league. You know, there are a lot of guys in the NFL that have had short careers that are in the Hall of Fame. And again, Terrell Davis being one of them. The running back position is clearly one of those where, you know, guys um, don't play a very long time. Gail Sayers only played like seven years in the NFL, right? I mean, he didn't have a long career in the NFL. And so I think when you look at Priest Holmes, I think it's easy to say, well, he didn't play long enough. But when you get into the numbers like we just did and where he ranks amongst Hall of Fame running backs, he's either one or two in a ton of categories with Hall of Fame running backs, guys that are in the Hall of Fame. Priest Holmes is on par or better than those guys. And I think it's a disservice to Priest Holmes to not be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame or at least be up for consideration and let me come into the room and make the case, <laughs> you make a very for, case for, for why Priest Holmes yeah. should be in the in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh Bo Jackson. That's clearly, an easy one, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, because I, I would just like to see how the baseball more more so than like could he have been a really great I want to see how the both played out. Mm-hmm how he could continue to be at a high level for both football and baseball and how that would have played out. Yeah. Cause we got him for baseball and he still was able to play on that injured hip baseball, which was kind of remarkable. Right. Uh, but how the highest level of him would have played out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't our guy uh, and we would have had to face him a lot, but Andrew luck is another one. I'd it's like to see yeah. how that one would have finished um, because there's a lot, a lot of unknowns about, how his career turned out, a lot right. of question marks of how if he wasn't injured, mm-hmm. that would have been the case. Um, those are probably the the three to me that stand out. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew Luck is an interesting one as well because we think he would have been good. We don't know. I mean, you, you just don't know, right? You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but he was trending that way, obviously. And you'd like to see the finished product. But, I mean, after reading that article that Andrew Luck, you know, sat down for, I think with with ESPN or whatever, you start to realize, man, that guy was going through a he lot. He made the right call and for himself. He made the right call. Yeah, and he's he happy. He made the and... right decision. Yeah, absolutely. No regrets at all for him, and he's going to go on and do other things and probably be great at whatever it is that he about does. His only, about his only regret was the timing. He wishes he had made yeah. the decision sooner, which sure, which is which is fair. And the Colts have not recovered from that. Well, look at their quarterback carousel yeah. since. I mean, I mean, they have not. They were, other than the Philip Rivers year. They were thrown off guard, yeah. and, 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 yeah, tried to buy themselves a little time with Philip Rivers, which right. wasn't. A bad but then idea. There hasn't been that next quarterback yet that they've been able to get, right? Like, I mean, what Josh Allen and all them came out a year, like maybe the year after, or what? I don't remember what the case was, but they didn't, they really haven't had that opportunity to go out there and get that true franchise quarterback. I mean, they they've gone through the ringer with guys too. Seven or eight guys have started at quarterback since Andrew Luck, and even Matt Ryan, who they thought could be a stabilizing force, you saw real fast. That's why they went with Marcus Mariotto down there in Atlanta, even though he quit on his team. That's why they went with him down there because they realized, oh, my God, Matt Ryan stinks. They foisted him on the Colts, and he really stunk. They wouldn't have to have uh, Marcus Mariotto on the list because uh, he's taking himself off the list. Yeah, he's off. Yeah, you can't sign <laughs> him. Yeah, there's just I don't, don't think he's very interested in playing no, anymore. No. So that's fine. Uh, today's These Stories is Real involves all the places the Raiders have called home. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> 
Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Timely little theme involving the Raiders is uh, what was their city? I mean, well, yeah, we don't know. The yeah. lights went down into a number of cities involving the uh, the Raiders. That's mm-hmm. the focus of today's. These stories is real. Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. One of the greatest duos in the history of the National Football League. These stories is real. Focus and finish. With Dan Israel. That game will forever stick in me. The longest tenured member of the Chiefs radio network. He is indeed brought to you by physician aesthetic specialists. The Raiders have had various cities, uh, various stadiums in their illustrious history. Uh, today's edition, Dan compares and contrasts all of their home venues. It's fascinating if you compare the, the stadiums that the Raiders have played in under my tenure it started, they were in Los Angeles playing in the Coliseum. The Coliseum was built uh, maybe 1904 or 1924 or something like that, a long time ago. It was an old stadium then, uh, and even through the renovations, it, it's still an old stadium. I never played there twice where the press box was in the same location. The first time I played there, the press box was about a four-foot-by-four-foot four room and literally was barely large enough to hold two people. And there was a pole that went down the center of it. Now, it was a structural pole, not a pole for use for mm-hmm. other things. But nevertheless, who puts a pole in the middle of a room? Uh, I thought that was kind of strange. Shortly after that, the Northridge earthquake, I think, hit the Los Angeles area. Completely, uh, it made this the, the press boxes unstable. And so... They condemned those and they moved them to a a location, a temporary location out in the seating. And the next time, then they were in a more permanent location above the seating. And then I think one of the final times I played there, they they were actually press boxes that were like miniature trailers. Actually, the final time we played there was a few years ago. 
we played the Rams there, and the press boxes had been converted because USC was renovating the stadium and actually putting in, actually pouring new concrete, which was uh, really remarkable for such an old stadium. But uh, the the Los Angeles Coliseum was uh, probably the third worst stadium in California. Second worst was Candlestick for the 49ers. The absolute first worst was Oakland, where they would the Raiders would eventually move back to. There was nothing, there was no single redeeming value of the Oakland Alameda Coliseum. I, I don't know a single thing that I would say, well, at least it had that. It didn't even have enough elevator to move the people around that it needed to. And when Al Davis would arrive, they would shut down the elevator so that he didn't have to wait. It would backlog the press box by 20 minutes. And, and, and so just a trip down to the locker room and back was a 40-minute jaunt. It was ridiculous. It was the worst stadium. Uh, it, it had leaks in the roof, you know, which are, you know, scour Twitter, you can see pictures. Uh, it, The people that worked the stadium hated working it as much as we did. They just wanted out. I remember one time it was raining and they had a cable trough that went across the opening of the tunnel where the team would come out of. And there was a bunch of wires in that trough. Well, the one thing they didn't do with the trough was to punch holes in it so that it would drain water. So it would fill up and become basically a trough full of water with electric cables in it. What comes from that? Sparks. So you had players that would have to endure sparks shooting off these cables to get through the tunnel. And this wasn't pyrotechnics that the team was playing. These were actual sparks. It was the craziest thing. And they had the they tried to clean it up one year and they put this fake brick along the the wall to kind of cover the moldy concrete. That was great year one. Year two, it started to peel away. And then you had just, it was a disaster. So uh, without a doubt, Oakland wins this, the, the award for worst stadium. What's remarkable, what's remarkable about this story is the fact that the Raiders now play in what I would probably categorize as the nicest stadium in the league. Las Vegas Allegiant Field is, in my opinion, the nicest stadium. It's better than SoFi. It has more functional aspects to it. It's a better design. It's more plush. Uh, it's hard to imagine the Raiders having the best stadium because it it just was such it was such a deplorable situation for so very long. You've been there through the, I guess maybe the more true rivalry phase of Chiefs and and Raiders and the you know uh, Al and, and, the, and the Chiefs <laughs> brass. Do you have any kind of memories of? Of those encounters? Well, I do remember the, you know, with Lenny in the booth for so many years, it was always extremely interesting. And, you know, Al Davis, the players before the renovation at Arrowhead, the owner's suite, the visiting owner's suite was right next to our booth. So, you you know, the Davis entourage would arrive and and there was always somebody in there, Freddie Bolitnikoff or, you know, Art Shell or, you know, somebody, Gene Upshaw was in that booth that was part of the highly intense rivalry of the sixties. And finally one day we're, we're standing there and Lenny and I are getting ready to go on the air and who walks into the booth, but Ben Davidson. And I had no idea 
whether what the reaction was going to be. As it turns out, Lenny and him had reconciled over the years and were friends. But when he first walked in there, I was like, I, I need a camera and a recorder on aisle two, please, right now, because this is about to be something. I had no idea. I didn't know whether it still existed. You know, for so many years, that was, gosh, I, I just talked with Willie and, and Jan and Mike Garrett and, and uh, Bobby Bell. It still rings out. That game still rings out to them as one of those games that they'll never forget because it cost them a division title. It cost them a chance to go to the Super Bowl just because of of the way that outcome of that particular regular season game. And that's part of what drives those rivalries. You know, I mean, it's kind of like the Bengals and the Chiefs. Is this going to be a rivalry where, you know, if we go up and and this regular season game impacts our ability to host another AFC championship, those are the kinds of things people remember. And when there's a dirty play involved, like there was for Ben Davidson spearing Lynn Dawson, uh, it, it gets all that much more intense. How much was Carl flamed by <laughs> by by a you know the, Carl Peterson and Marty both had such a love for uh, Lamar Hunt, and Carl was always very businesslike in his quote hatred for the Raiders. Marty was not. Marty was verbal about it. It was one of those things, you know, how high school rivalries are where they put up a clock to the the game when they're going to play Rockhurst or they're going to play Blue Springs or whatever it is. That was the way it was for Marty with the the Raiders. I mean, when it was Raider week, there was a whole different level of intensity to the preparation. Marty Schottenheimer legitimately hated Al Davis, and that hatred was rooted in the way that Al Davis treated Lamar Hunt personally. Not necessarily even the Kansas City Chiefs, but... Carl was involved in that and and supported it, but boy, did Marty Schottenheimer drive that, and uh, it permeated to its players. You know, you, Dane and it, it cracks me up every time we play the Raiders. He gets about as wound up as you can get before he said a single thing on the air, and it, it all stems back from the way Marty treated those uh, those games, those weeks. It was if there's one team you're going to beat in a season, it's these guys, and and so the black and gold or the black and silver were definitely. Uh, uh, you know, job one for the red, red, white, and gold. You know, we've all gotten younger and, and as a radio audience now. There's a lot of kids listening, a lot of people listening. What, what happened with Al Davis and, and uh, Lamar Hunt? Why did they hate each other? You know, a lot of it stems back to the AFL. Al Davis wanted a very specific kind of uh, collusion, a lawsuit. They, he wanted to uh, attack the NFL. When the AFL and NFL were separate leagues, the AFL uh, commissioner was Al Davis, and Al Davis very much wanted to attack the NFL, uh, much like his personality, right? I'm going to fight everybody. And so he wanted to fight the NFL for draft talent, for uh, Sunday afternoon television, for everything. Lamar was quite the opposite. He was the diplomat, and he wanted to, uh, he wanted to work it out. Well, Lamar... And I think Bud Adams, uh, the owner of the Oilers at the time, basically worked a deal with the NFL to merge behind Al Davis's back. And that kind of is what starts it all, right? Al Davis never forgives Lamar Hunt for that. And uh, one thing leads to another. And even though the leagues do eventually merge, and I think we can all agree was the better thing for the leagues, uh, much like the USFL and Donald Trump ended 
That was Al Davis. Al Davis didn't want to be part of the NFL. He wanted the AFL to beat the NFL. And so when they merged, I think that that started a, a kind of personal. Uh, and, and the fact that Lamar, I don't think Lamar intended to do it behind Al's back, but Al refused to be a part of the diplomatic solution. And so, you know, when it happened, it happened without Al Davis. And consequently, that he he was left on the outside looking in, and just never forgave Lamar for that. That that erupts to his hatred of the Chiefs, and so that leaks into his teams playing the Chiefs, which kind of evolves into they've never been known for for how clean they play anyway, right? They're a dirty team, right? They've always been a dirty team, and so when they play the Chiefs, it got even dirtier, and and that kind of erupted from a fan standpoint. The rivalry, it, it, it busted out of the boardroom, out onto the field is what it amounts to. Dan Israel with these stories is real. Brought to you by physician aesthetic specialists. A little background of the uh, the the venom between the two franchises. Yeah, it's great. I didn't get to experience any of the other stadiums, but I will tell you, uh, Vegas is special, pretty great. The, is the, it better than L.A.? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The I got a bit. The the Eternal Flame is cool. Yeah. that they have there. It's a it's an artificial is that for flame the Bengals. Yeah, artificial flame there. That's that's cool. Is um, this burning? Is that why they have it up there for Debbie Gibson? No, it's not for Debbie Gibson. No. I mean, sure, why not? It's Vegas. Who knows? They could loan it out. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. But it it. You just look around the place. It 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 screams Vegas. Mm-hmm. It just feels massive. As I mentioned, the uh, the the bar that's in the or the nightclub that's in the end zone. I I I, I send me pictures of that yeah. this weekend. Would you please? Yeah, it's yeah. a it's an. I'll, I'll tweet them out. Are you going to the game? <laughs> yeah, because the Klingons are texting yes, in wanting so we, to know your travel schedule. To the game. So yes, I will we need take the schedule. That portion of the stadium is pretty <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know how the view is from there, but it can't looks, be good. It it because a lot of them, if I remember right, you know, it's like it's like booths that you'd have in a in a, in a nightclub. Well, you right? got to Vegas it up, man. Right, and it doesn't. I don't think most are facing the field by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I, I don't. I understand why they do it because they probably make a lot of money off yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, but. I don't want to see football become baseball where you're not going for the game, you're going for everything else. Well, there's a lot of those teams like uh, Jerry World's the same way. They got a bunch, a bunch of those ground level yeah. suites. I don't know how do you how see you do that? Like, they're a, behind the benches. Yeah, a lot of the stadiums we, stadium we see have have almost like stand standing room areas. Um, that one in New England behind behind the benches where um, people could kind of file out of their sections and come and then, like stand there. They're, you can't see anything. No. The players are right there. It's, it's, you're behind all the players. Houston, I Houston has like dugout suites as well. And I think people go for the experience of it. You're not going to see, you're not going to see the game like you would sitting up in the upper deck with a great view overhead. Sure. And what have you, but it's a different experience in going to a game. It is an experience, but it is a very expensive experience because you got to yes, buy the ticket. Yes, would I rather have re- regular seats around the stadium like the Chiefs do? Yes. Yeah. That's what I would like. I don't I don't know that I want to go to a football game and sit on the field and not being able like I'm there for the game. You know, I'm, I'm I guess personally. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah. And I but I understand you got to have something for everybody this day and age. Stadiums have become destinations. It's more about just the football but game. But I definitely like the atmosphere of fans truly hanging over the stands like they do at Arrowhead. Yeah. versus a bunch of a bunch of suites there that are kind of down low and they're almost under like half underground. I mean, and it's Las Vegas. So, you know, it's not cheap, right? Oh, good grief. No, the tickets are expensive. And then the food and beverage on top of that's expensive as well. And you're not able to see the game. (laughs) Like, I'm like, I don't know. 
I guess I'm old fashioned, but yeah. for me, I want to go watch a football game. Unfortunately, it's uh, much easier. Baseball's to, a different story. To bash, more relaxed. to bash the bad draft rather than praise the good. We'll get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 